We got any corners that can cover? If you can't, hey, I can find a cover two corner anywhere. I'm telling you. We go down to 7-Eleven in Bloomington and get one. Adrian Peterson is a loose touchdown! Hey Brad, the whole world thinks you should retire. Yeah, they go fuck themselves. But why do you even ponder passing? How do you like that? Woo! Oh yeah, here we go! Oh yeah. Oh, this is my jam. Love this song. Ready? Alright. Yeah. What's up? Welcome everybody to another episode of Straight Podcast Homie with your host, Adam Patrick. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me again for the Straight Podcast Homie. This podcast is dedicated to the one and only Minnesota Vikings, the mother fucking Minnesota Vikings, the only team of importance in the National Football League. (sighs) Hello, I'm Adam Patrick. Welcome to another episode of Straight Podcast Homie. Take your seat and enjoy. No, but really, thank you for joining. Uh, I'm going to try and make this fun for you as it is for me. We're going to talk about some things related to the Vikings, okay? Let's talk about what happened since the last podcast, which took place in May. It is now August, which is a few months after May. So, let's go over a few things that the Vikings did since the last podcast. So they had rookie OTAs, they had volunteer OTAs, they had conditioning drills, they had mini camp with Mike Zimmer where he gave him where he gave him a taste of their own medicine. The uh, Germany won the World Cup. LeBron went back to Cleveland, and Chris Cook still has zero interceptions. So uh, that's a quick rundown of what happened since the last podcast. And uh, let's talk about a couple of things Vikings related more extensively. Straight cash, homie. Chris Cluey. Anyone heard of him? Um, He punted for the Vikings a few years ago. He was cut by the Vikings. And now he's suing the team because he felt he was cut for the wrong reasons. Um, What? 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 What'd you say? What? 
cut for the wrong reasons? What reasons were those? Oh, you think we cut you because you supported gay marriage? Um, no. We cut you because you fucking sucked, okay? We wanted a punter who could punt more than 15 yards out of bounds. So, that's why you got cut. So, shut the fuck up. Sit down. Stop giving interviews to uh, Nancy Drew or not Nancy Drew, but, you know, that lady on CNN who, oh my God, look, oh my God, this guy is horrendous. He peed in a fountain outside. Nancy Grace, that's what I'm thinking of, not Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew's the fucking detective lady, right? In the books. I don't know. I don't read, I don't read fucking books anyways. But, uh, yeah, so Chris Cluey is suing the team because he thinks that the Vikings cut him because he supports gay marriage. Well, he's a fucking idiot, and he needs to uh, figure something out before he makes a fool of himself. Oh, wait, too late. He's already doing that because every interview he's in, he's just eating his own words because people are asking him questions like, oh, well, you had these numbers in this year, and these numbers in this year, which, you know, would show a decline in your production, and that might be a reason why the Vikings cut you. And he's like, oh no, they cut me because I like, you know, supporting gay marriage. That's why they cut me, and they don't like gay people, so they just had to get rid of me because I, you know, supported that. And... He's wrong. He's very wrong. I don't care what you do in your off time. You can support gay marriage. You can support transsexuals. You can support people, you know, having sex with dogs. I really don't fucking care. But once you make it, once you make the team all about you and put the focus on you and not on the team, football is a team sport. It's the most team sport out of the four major sports out there and what Cluey was doing was making it more about himself with his you know his protest for Ray Guy where he wore the patch on his jersey or when he wrote a letter to the senator of Minnesota or the governor of Minnesota I don't know he wrote some politician in Minnesota and didn't really uh do too well but and then he's you know his his uh you know protests I guess or whatever stuff you would call him doing to support gay marriage. But, you know, once reporters come in and start asking teammates and asking coaches things that don't have to do with football when they're trying to deal with their job, which is to perform on the football field and make a living for their family and, you know, focus on football for, what, six months of the year, five months of the year. And you come in and... And 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 once your play declines and you because you're focusing on other things that aren't related to football, you bring them into the locker room, people aren't gonna be happy. So although they that may not be the main reason why Cluey was cut, it was one of the contributing factors. And that's that. I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't wanna talk about Chris Cluey. He doesn't deserve any more attention. Than he's getting right now. Because you know. He loves him some him. Chris Cluey loves Chris Cluey some Chris Cluey.
If that makes any fucking sense to you, let me know. Um, okay, Kyle Rudolph, he's going to be a Viking for at least five more years because he signed an extension, you know, extension that will, uh, that he's worth, I think. I think he's going to have a very good year in 2014 with North Turner at the head of the offense who loves to take advantage of big athletic tight ends, which, by the way, that's what Kyle Rudolph is. Oh, my goodness. Because, uh, let's see, last year, Norv Turner was the offensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. And Jordan Cameron had the season of his life while playing under Norv Turner. Um, he also had Antonio Gates in San Diego when he was the head coach there. So, obviously, uh, he did a few things in San Diego. Um, and then he also had, what, Jay Novacek in, in Dallas? So, yeah. Norv Turner makes tight ends into gods. So Kyle Rudolph is going to have a good season. The Vikings wanted to make sure he was locked up and remained a Viking for a while. There's a Mike Zimmer video that uh, you can look up either on NFL.com or you can go on straightcashhomie.com. It's posted there. That shows the true side of Mike Zimmer on the football field that only the players and coaches knew until now. I mean, if you saw a press conference with Mike Zimmer, you, you know, he sounds like a five-year-old boy. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, we're doing pretty good. And, you know, they're doing, the players are doing well and, and blah, 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 blah. A little better than Leslie Frazier, but I'm sure he'll get better at that and start swearing at reporters. Sometimes in the near future, probably during the season when, you know, the Vikings lose to the Bears in overtime and Mike Zimmer's fucking pissed off. But this uh, this video shows the true side of Mike Zimmer. He likes to use four-letter words and, uh, you know, use diff he uses very different tactics than, you know, some of the Vikings players have been used to seeing the past couple of years. And uh, I fucking love it. I love it. Um... He brings a sort of fire and tenacity and aggressiveness that was nowhere to be found with the last coaching regime of uh, Leslie Frazier. You could even say of the one before with Brad Childress. He was, I don't like Brad Childress. He's a little bitch. He just, he looks like a little fucking bitch. He looks like a walrus. He's like a baby fucking walrus. And that's how I feel about him. Yeah, I'll tell you how I really feel. But, uh. That's that. Go check that video out. Um, I think it was during their mini camp, and it was also parts of it were shown during the the Vikings 2013 yearbook, which NFL Networks you know keeps showing. So you can look that up if you haven't found that. Actually, I posted that on uh, on Straight Cash Show Me website. So go look that up too. You can watch that highlights of the 2013 season, if uh, you can call call them that. Um. Recently on straightcashhomie.com, I ranked my top 10 Vikings of 2013. I'm just going to go over them really quickly. Um, if you want to read more about it, you can go on the website and uh, find out for yourself. Let's see. At number 10, I had Blair Walsh, kicker. Obviously, we know what position he plays. Uh, number 9, wide receiver Jarius Wright. Number 8, cornerback slash punt returner Marcus Sherrills. At number seven, 
Defensive end, Brian Robinson, number six. Tight end, Kyle Rudolph, number five, Matt Castle. Number four, wide receiver, Greg Jennings. Number three, cornerback, Xavier Rhodes. Number two, Adrian Peterson. And number one, the number one player on the Vikings of 2013 was wide receiver Cordero Patterson. Yeah, baby, that's Flash, baby. Yeah, baby, number one player of 2013. Go check that out if you want to read more about it. Uh, just It just summarizes pretty much their seasons and that's uh, why they're important to the Vikings in 2013. Let's talk about training camp 2014. It's uh, taking place in Mankato, Minnesota. Once again, it's the first training camp for most of the coaches on this coaching staff. Um, There's been a couple surprises during training camp. Rookie linebacker Anthony Barr has been turning a lot of heads with his ability and skills to uh, make plays, I guess, on the field. So he's been getting some first-team reps. And head coach Mike Zimmer said that you know he wouldn't be surprised if he was starting at linebacker week one against the Rams so uh that's uh it's been a pleasant surprise there have been some young wide receivers making some plays so uh that's good to see um Cordero Patterson he didn't he didn't practice the first couple of days but he's back on the field now he had a foot injury that uh he said he got while he was working out before training camp started and he got in bed and woke up with his foot swollen, so not really too sure what he does in bed, but uh let's uh let's let's keep it on the, the easier side so let's so we can make plays on the field and not in the bed. You can do that after your career, so keep that keep that foot intact, buddy. Um some possible people that I think could get cut before the season begins. That I wouldn't be surprised, you know, there might be some some slightly bigger names that Vikings fans are used to seeing, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were cut. Um, wide receiver Jerome Simpson, the juice, as some people like to, see, to uh, call him. Um, I just, I don't think the Vikings have a use for him. I don't know where, really why they re-signed him in the offseason. He, uh, he underperformed, I think, and every season he's been here for the Vikings, I don't think he would have been signed if he didn't have that flip touchdown for the Bengals. Um, the Vikings signed him to a one-year deal, so cutting him wouldn't really uh, do a whole lot to their cap space or you know, whatever has to do with the financials. But they've got some young receivers that are making plays in camp, and they can get them for cheaper, so they might as well uh, do that and save some money while they can. Uh, safety, Jamarcus Sanford. Uh, I haven't really heard him doing anything in camp. I, making plays-wise, you know, there's been some other safeties that have been brought in recently. Chris Crocker, who used to play for the Bengals under Mike Zimmer. When he was a defensive coordinator there, he's been brought in. And, uh, you know, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if Jamarcus was cut. Um, the last player I think that many Vikings would not be surprised at all is quarterback Christian Ponder. I just think his time is done in Minnesota. You know, I think the Vikings should do right and cut him, let him try and be a backup somewhere else where he has an opportunity to play. I think with Teddy and Matt Castle, he's not really going to get an opportunity to play this year unless both of them get run over by, like, semi-trucks. So I really don't see 
him having an opportunity to play. He's got one year left on his deal, so cutting him, you know. I kind of hope he plays well in the preseason so, so, so the Vikings can maybe try and get some trade value out of him, you know, for like a sixth or seventh round pick, even if they can get that. But if not, you know, that's fine too. I really don't care. Just, you know, just they can cut him and nothing will happen in Minnesota. No one will cry. Maybe Samantha Ponder, but I don't even think she lives in Minnesota. So, you know, just let him loose. Let him go hang out with his new baby and his sideline reporter wife, and everyone will be happy. All right, let's preview the game coming up on Friday. It's against the Raiders at 8 o'clock in TCF Bank Stadium. It's the first outdoor home Minnesota game, preseason game, I guess you could say, in, I don't know, over 25 years at least. But there's some new, there's some things I'm I'm gonna be looking for in the game. You know, I don't, I want to watch the Vikings' new rookies. You know, of course, Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback, linebacker Anthony Barr. I want to see, you know, how rookie running back Jarek McKinnon does. If he's gonna be like a Darren Sproles sort of type of wide receiver who's just speedy as shit and just jukes people out of their fucking shoes when he gets the ball. So hopefully we'll see that. Um, there's actually some players on the Raiders I want to see. How they do? They signed Matt Schaub, who uh, can't stop throwing pick sixes in Houston. So hopefully, things can go a little better in in Oakland for him. I really don't care because I don't. I don't think the Raiders are going to be any good this year. They signed uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. He used to play in the Jaguars. He's competing for a starting spot with Darren McFadden. We'll see how that battle goes. Uh, the Raiders also drafted a quarterback, Derek Carr, out of Fresno State, brother of David Carr, who, you know, the Hall of Fame quarterback for the Houston. Oh, wait, never mind. But, uh, yeah, I want to see, I kind of want to see how he does. So he'll probably be playing around the same time that Bridgewater is. So that'll be interesting to see. And, uh, the Raiders first round pick, Khalil Mack, linebacker out of Buffalo. I'd be, uh. Interested to see what he can do and uh, see if he's uh, the hype after getting drafted out of, uh, you know, not a powerhouse school in Buffalo. So uh, one a couple of things I'm looking for in the new Vikings offense. I want to see, you know, what's different about this offense than what we've seen the past three or four years. You know, do they throw deep? You know, what what different plays? I was I'm, I was just getting so sick and fucking tired of seeing the same plays over and over again every game, you know. Ponder gets the ball, you play action, roll left, throw it to Rudolph, or he gets the ball, swing pass, or he gets the ball and gets sacked, fumbles, and blah, 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 blah. Ponder fucking sucks. Just need something different, okay? And then with the defense, you know, I like to see them, you know, be more aggressive, blitz, you know, man coverage. Don't, you know, let things on the middle. You just, just, you know, just, just play aggressively, and I think that's what Mike Zimmer is bringing to this team, and it's it's looking good. Um, I think things are going to be looking good in the future, and uh, this will be uh, our first look at the Vikings on Friday at uh, 8 o'clock against the Raiders. So uh, that's that, and I um, hope you enjoyed our little talk, and I will talk to you again after the Raiders game, and we'll talk about that game and look forward to their next game against the Cardinals. So uh, until then, Vikings fans, be good.
The execution is a lot to be desired right now, all right? We've got to execute better than what we did today. Every day we've got to continually get better. We're not ever going to be satisfied around here, okay? Don't tell me, don't tell me about the labor. Show me the baby. You got me? Don't tell me about the labor. Show me the baby.